going to be our last topic for the Black AF series. So let's get off into it. Ooh, I got a lot to say yeah. <laughs> on this episode. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Just being black <laughs> in America. I think we should just full force just go into it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've been listening to our series this whole time. So this is the end the, the, the finale. So let's let's do it. Well, let's talk about it. Since the sixties, I mean, being black in America ain't really been changed. I mean, only thing changed was the, the people's faces. Uh, back then in the sixties, it was our grandparents who was facing the the being black uh, stereotypes for us, the the segregation, segregation, things like that, mm-hmm. uh, the Jim Crow era. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? Fighting uh, for rights. The rights. Oh, uh, yeah, that part. <laughs> poverty, education, you know, just to name a few. Um, and now it's just, it's us now, our generations and our kids, the generation after us. So well, let's just hop back into it. Yeah, you know? well, I feel like, and I'm going to say my piece, uh, I feel like, you know, we still going, like you said, the same things that our grandparents went through or even our parents had to go through, we are still going through it. You know, being black in America, police brutality, you know, having an even playing field, not still not being able to, you know, we talked about in our black and corporate America series, you know, having the same, you know, opportunities in a workplace or education or anything, you know what I'm saying? So we still going through it, like you said. Uh, so let's talk about racism. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. Let's start there. I feel like that's something that we need to just start racism. We need to let it go. I mean, <laughs> not necessarily like as far as blacks, but you know, just in general, we just let it go. Yeah. Um, you know what? Somebody, I, I don't remember who has said it, and I was, you know, I'm probably watching YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or something. Why? <laughs> this is gonna say, sound crazy. Why did we ask to be a part of them to begin with? Why did we remain segregated? And have our own stuff, mm. and they had their own stuff. Ooh. That was something that somebody has said, and it to this day it has like really like put my mind into like a like a thinking thing. Like why, why, why can't we stay the way we was? Well, if you think about it's it, it's still divided. That is true. Mm. But why did we ask for us not to be segregated anymore? Like, <laughs> well, I don't think someone was asked. I mean, you know, just think about uh, what was it. Uh, was it Greenwood? I forgot uh, where they burned. Uh, oh yeah, the massacre. Yeah, Motosa. the Motosa. Yeah, uh, another one was the uh, the Black Wall Street. I think mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. But when we did have our own, look what happened. I exactly. Mean, but why do we down. have to be a part of them? Because we can't be our own. Because they don't like to see us succeed That's and be what, successful. Mm-hmm. The question you just they don't want to see us thrive. Do you think it would have been a better world? You got two different entities running the same route. And yeah. I had the same uh, argument, a conversation with another uh, 
another person that I worked with. And uh, that was one of the big topics that I brought up. Like, if we had our own still, we still would have been better off, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We would have had the same equal equal qualities that they that our counterparts, our white counterparts have now. Mm-hmm. But it would have been ours, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. something and we that... we wouldn't have to blend in with what exactly. they have. Exactly. Yeah. We wouldn't have to share any of us, any, any things that we, we have. We can be our own front mm-hmm. runners and our mm-hmm. own innovators and our own, you know, educators and our own, you know, CEOs and right. CFOs. You know, they don't like to see that. No. They don't so, want to see that. Okay. So racism. <laughs> have y'all experienced any racism lately in 2022? Um, Every day, almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> Have you ever walked to a store and you get followed and they ask you a thousand times, do you need help with anything? Can I help you with any? Were you looking for something? I can't window shop or just stroll and look. And- have y'all ever saw, I've worked in retail. So I didn't have all these jabs. Y'all, listen, mm. have y'all ever worked in retail and they trained y'all to look for certain people? Watch out for certain people. Yes, mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, certain like, shoplifters. On the, and... job, on the job training type yeah. of like, you know, you should be looking out for that person right there. Because, or, they because yeah. yeah. Or have you heard of one, oh, going to restaurants when I eat? You know, certain people don't want to take our service because black people don't tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just... It's but I tip like everybody else. I do right. too. If, I do if, too. Come, if, you, if you got good service, then I'm going to tip. Yeah. If you don't, that's, that's it. Excellent service, a bigger tip. Uh, there you go. That part. Mm-hmm. That part. Or going to a nail shop. Getting your pedicure, manicures done. Have you ever went in and No, made, not Big Mo. Well, yeah. <laughs> Levy, yeah. Levy, <laughs> Reese, I know I didn't win it. And they treat us different than the other people that come in, you know, they're very disrespectful or, you know, things like that. Our 30 minute pedicures turn into a 10 minute right. pedicure. I've heard the stories. Yeah. I've heard the <laughs> yeah. Stories. You know what else? They spend more time on the Caucasian people servicing them, doing their manicures, doing it how they like, asking them do they want anything extra, mm-hmm. any extra treatment. But we get up there, it's just, we get, you know, the less, the bare minimum. Yeah. Why is that? If y'all, if y'all the ones that bringing in the money, in, why do they treat? Wait. You know what else? Racism. Ooh, yeah, I experience this almost every week. What's that? When I go to the store, if you see me standing there, do not walk in front of me without saying "excuse me," because I tell you what, I am not my ancestors. I will whoop your ass and will. <laughs> mm. Excuse me goes far, or when. Certain people of a certain color act like they're superior and they have the or eye. entitled. Exactly. That's my biggest pet peeve, pet peeve right there. I'm just like, I just went through it person, yesterday. Yeah. I'm like this. If you rude, I'm gonna be rude right back. Me yeah. too. She was just standing behind me and I waited yeah, until I she said, "Excuse me, too, yeah. I see you. Yeah. I'm not moving though." My motto is: Am I supposed to move out your me, way? Or if I'm in the store and I say "Excuse me" the first time and you don't move. The second time I'm getting real disrespectful. I'm lucky I can't pull a truck up there because I don't know. Okay. Like Medea. I'm telling you. I'm driving for the baby getting pulled over by the police. 
Oh, that's got Wee. a lot of stuff within itself. I mean, you got uh, anxiety. You got. Uh, or even when they just driving behind me, I don't even be doing that. Running your tag. But I've seen, you know, in the news, in the media, what they do to black mm-hmm. people. And I'm scared. And I don't have tickets. I don't have anything. I have my license is not suspended. You know, I don't have any tickets. My tags is not expired. Good, yeah. I ain't got nothing on my record. I haven't been to jail too, too. <laughs> now, look, some, of these, some of these people maybe he's making me want to go I be wanting to go. but you just it's anxiety that you have because you've seen it in the media mm-hmm. over they pulled yeah. over yeah. and police brutality they get killed or they get beat or over a light being out yeah. or something so small or something so small it's just I mean we've seen it in so much media and I think 2020 was a pivotal moment it was for it us was. You know, us being in a pandemic, and then we seen the police brutality with George Ford that went down, the Breonna Taylor, that was big in, in 2020, and how all the riots and how, you know, things were happening for right. us as far as, you know, that part of it. It came to life. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it was, it was televised. Mm-hmm. Lot, you know? mm-hmm. Back then, when I say it, it, it hasn't changed back in the 60s, that's another thing. We didn't have. We have phones. We phones. Have phones. You couldn't just pull your phone out and record a situation like that and get it on camera. Now, guess what? Hey, I got you. Yeah. yeah I'm I got you on camera. Certain situations, yeah, it's like, disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I feel like to so our certain people. Certain situations, you know, you can help. Exactly. But yeah, you can help. I want to make sure that I'm getting this person who's you know mm-hmm. using excessive force on you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that part, yeah, like I, I get that. Because I feel like if you don't have it on camera, they're gonna get away with oh, you. Definitely. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> you have to pull out this. your camera. You got to. That part. Now that's another thing. Yeah, uh, with police brutality, I mean, it got so big. Like I mean, I don't know if it's because of now we seeing it from that state or that person's point of view as far as like the video cameras mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. the t- cameras over the phone but it starts to see more and more of it and it's like I don't want to be part of that you know I don't want to be tonight my last night exactly mm-hmm. exactly not going home or not seeing my kids or anything just because like you said it's a tail light yeah. you know, or you know you reaching for you what they tell you to do yeah. reach in your glove compartment and get these registration. registration and you reach and you have to tell them I'm yeah. reaching for it. I'm reaching for my wallet. Can threat. I reach? Yeah. yeah. All black are you just ask me on your dash cam, do I have any weapons in the car? I say no. But then when I reach for something, you pulling out your gun. So yeah, do I exactly. leave my hands up or do I still reach for it? And then if you don't comply, you get yeah. Yeah. You going to pull me out the car. <laughs> right. What do I do? And I'm not saying I'm not saying all police are bad. We're not saying that. We've seen it televised. We've seen it in the media. We've seen people lose their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a part of the media for now for a long time. Like like Big Mo was saying, it wasn't televised back in the sixties. They didn't they didn't have that. You know, so they can put something on you and be like, oh yeah, this is what happened. But now. You know, and I feel like even with it being televised and on the media, these police don't care. That's, that's, that's they get off with yeah. a little warning, a little suspension. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he just got two two, two, two without pay. That's is, that it? It? is that all? So, and then you won't hear nothing else from it. You know, that you won't keep no follow-up update. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to realize this man just killed the man. Exactly. On camera. Yeah. Literally on well, yeah. camera. It's like. We don't have a voice. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't have a voice in the matter. Even if all the facts are there, was televised from beginning to end, mm-hmm. ending, it's still going to be something to where they're going to be like, oh, now that didn't happen like that. 
what Black Lives Matter say? No justice, no peace. Mm-hmm. No what? No justice, <laughs> no peace. <laughs> Not for real. So with police brutality, um, like I said, I, like you said, mental, you know, anxiety. Like you, you're already nervous because you've seen those images and you've seen mm-hmm. that in social media. So when the police pull you over, you get nervous. You be like, and they be thinking, you know, you nervous because of something else. No, I'm nervous because I've seen what power that y'all hold. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I see what less power I'm about to have when you put the lights on. You know? Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> you know, I look. Yeah. <laughs> Police behind me are ten to okay. yeah. and make you get all antsy and jittery because uh, you like <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing though about that though, that's what we gotta teach our kids nowadays. We can't teach them to to get an education and go to school and good good grades. No, when you see the police, put your hands on the dashboard, or when you see the police. Don't move a muscle. I mean, you gotta. What are some things that you had, like from your mentors or your parents or teachers or anybody in your family? What have you been taught about, about, you know, just being black in the world? What are some points that stick in your mind from what people have told you? Stay out of trouble. That was a big one. You keep your head down, you know. Makes basically just say, just keep, you know, just keep on what you're supposed to do. Don't focus on anybody else. Uh, be respectful. Respectful. Uh, I have a black son, so and I tell people all the time, and I'm I'm really big on educating. If anybody has ever talked to me or you know ran into me, I'm big on educating about my part because I am black. I'm a black woman, so I'm big about educating. Whether you know, you don't know, I'm gonna talk about it. I have a black son. My conversation with my black sons are not the same as you know my Caucasian friends or any you know the the Hispanic friends that I have. I'm not teaching my black son to get a college degree and do this. I have to teach him every day. Okay, make sure you listen to the police. Make sure that you, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Make sure you're respecting your authority figures. Don't don't wear your hood in the store. Don't wear your hood walking down the street because you don't want to be mistaken for somebody and they shoot you. Always carry your ID on you because you need to be ID'd if you do end up getting shot and dead on the street. Make sure your ID is on you. And my son just turned 14 years old. This is something that I have to have a literally every other day. I'm talking mm-hmm. to him about it. Make sure you do when you go to the store. Make sure you get the receipt because you don't want them to think that you stole something. Put mm-hmm. it in the bag. Don't put it in your pocket because in in an instant his life can be gone exactly. over a simple mm-hmm. misunderstanding that some of our counterparts with with white privilege we don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know? Grandma used to tell me when I go to the store, don't uh, wear like a big tote bag because they think you automatically feel it. Yeah. So I have to, you know, wear a little small purse or something because if I got a big tote bag, that's most likely going to be checked because yeah. they think I'm stealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's crazy that we have to teach our children this or we've been taught this and we have to carry it on just from being a black person in America. We don't have the same privileges as most of the people do. We can't go. We can't go to certain stores. Okay. We can't go driving in certain, you know, places of, of you know, towns. Especially, we can't. We can't do right. certain mm-hmm. things. Especially without people asking, like, are they supposed to be here in this area? Yeah, like, and it's crazy. What, what does it matter? Okay, <laughs> and they bold nowadays. They come up to you and I'm ask you, "What you doing here?" I was telling my wife friend the other day, and I love it. Uh, I said this thing. I can't go to certain parties or certain events unless I have, you know, if it's if it's an event with just majority and white people, 
I need to make sure I'm going with a white person. I'm not sure enough about myself. Not about myself. <laughs> yeah. We seen what happened in the news. That lady went to that party with her too. <laughs> and don't be coming back. Like if if I have white friends, which I do, if they invite me to a sleepover or if they invite me to a party, I make sure. Hey, can I bring my sister or can I bring mm-hmm. somebody that I'm comfortable with? Because it's not that I don't trust y'all. I just can't. I don't have the privilege of being in the same room with y'all. You know what I'm saying? There's certain exactly. anything can go down. <laughs> Any, it don't even have to be y'all. History anything. Speaks this, history speaks itself. You know, black mm-hmm. people being in a room. You know, things happen. Mm-hmm. So you know, I listen. You gotta. I feel like we always have to cover our own back. Like always. we always yeah, gotta always. just and protect I ourselves. I tell my my kid that, hey, be a leader, not a follower. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Do what's right. You are black. You do not have the same privileges of certain people that you hang right. around. Listen to what I'm saying. This is going to save your life. And that's crazy. We got to teach our kids things you every day. Mm-hmm. Save your life. Like 14, 15 years old. Yeah, Why and I, I think I started kids? having this conversation when he was like eight. You know, yeah. and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, when, like you said, police pull you over. What'd you say? Put your hands up on the dashboard. You only speak to them and spoken. Uh, don't do nothing, you know, real crazy. Or okay, real fast. don't reach too fast. Don't reach too fast, yeah. I mean, like you said, eight years old. It's you know, crazy. I got two boys. One's twenty, and the other one's still still a baby. And that's just something that we shouldn't have to be teaching our teaching. young yes. men. You know, at such a let them be children, but it, we don't have the privilege being don't. black in America. No. You know, the, my biggest thing on my mind when I send my kid to school. My biggest thing is him making it home. Did I educate him enough in order for him to come home come safely? Home. Whether he and he ain't he just walking to the bus stop, getting off the bus, coming home. That's it. But did I educate him enough to know? Okay, don't worry your head. What if something goes down and they mistaken him, or you know he's getting off the bus, or if I send him in the store, is he going to be okay right. to make a simple transaction and come back in the car? And that's sad to think. I have to teach my son to stay alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. That's what they say. PTSD is not just for military or anything else. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like in, in us as black people, it's a generational, it's a gener- generational yeah. trauma it's that's been passed down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, we've seen, you know, we had slavery and then we had Jim Crow and then we, we still going through, you know, the police brutality, drugs, still going through. Police brutality and stuff. And then, like, I don't know if you heard about it, but just recently I was looking at on social media okay, about the, uh, the robots, you mm. know, that that's 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 deployed deadly force on humans. Like that's scary too. It, it, just imagine where that's gonna go. Exactly. You know, it's so, just I it's mean, just scary to be just you know just to be black in America. Black and black. Every day we gotta watch our back. Mm-hmm. You know, and he just it's every day, every move that we make, we have to be meticulous about it because okay, is this move gonna create something else to where I'm going to not be able to come home or, you know, what I speak about or how I act at work or, you know, how I act in public or how I, you know, go about. And sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm not my ancestors. Like I said, I'm going, I'm going to whip your ass. I'm so sorry. That's me too. But sometimes I had tried to avoid conflict because I don't want to be the typical black yes. person. So if y'all get into an altercation, and you know we going back and forth they expect me to act exactly. a certain way but if i change that narrative it goes and it's different to, you know create, we don't have to like 
allow people to disrespect us, but it's kind of like you have to have a different tact. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like I'm going to mess with your mess mind up, a little yeah. bit. You expect yeah. me to do this, but yeah. I'm going to do something else. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and then really get them every time. They're like, they didn't go off. They didn't call me out my name. Call me white slurs. Uh, Let's talk about another thing. Before we get this episode in, we got a few minutes for the episode in. I want to talk about, I don't know if y'all heard about it, a Sundown Town. I've seen it on Lovecraft. No, they really exist. There's a lot of places in, I know Texas has them. So Sundown Towns basically used to be back in the day. You go into a town. You better have your black behind out of that town before, before sundown. Sun because mm-hmm. ain't no telling what goes on once that sun goes down. They can hang you, shoot you, beat you, harass you, you car harass you. And to this day, there are towns. There's some in Indiana. There now, what's the place that you won't go to in Indiana? Tell me. Whitesville, Martinsville, Pass Whitesville, Okay, Anyville, Town, Any Bills and Towns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I heard some yeah, stuff. So they, they well, still she exist. Was, well, she was alive this year. But I'm going to say maybe I might might got that time, but like plus eight plus years or maybe more. Like, I've been hearing stories. Yeah. There's still places. There's still people to this day. If you talk to a black person and you be like, what's the sundown town in Indiana, baby? They can I got lost in one of these towns with a friend. And when we went through the neighborhood, I had to go to Nashville. It looked like 1950. I, had, I seen the, yeah. the porch and the rocking chairs <laughs> and the. I said, uh uh, girl, get us out of here. Because... I'm going to go with this girl like me, whatever. So I went. First of all, it was like a two-hour drive. I was yeah. like, look, oh, look. I said, I really like this girl. I was, she was like, oh, do you want to stay for the reception? I said, no, that's okay, baby. I hit Greenwood, Indiana, which I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. for now, right when that sun was going down. I said, I would dare not. I said, I can't even stay because, and they, I couldn't explain that to her. I was just like, no, I got to go. But you yeah. know, you, you can't explain it because they don't have, they don't have to live in mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they yeah. have the privilege. Mm-hmm. They always <laughs> trust your good feeling I when it like, don't seem right. Get out of there. I got to go. <laughs> oh, shit. I was zero. <laughs> Hit the dash. Five o'clock. You should work in the morning. Oh, yeah, you working in the small oh, town. Yeah, 5 o'clock, I got to go. I got to go. They, they like, don't want to sleep. I know, I got to go 5 o'clock. I got to yeah, go. You hear the story like I heard, you know. This is our reality. And this is, I was about to say. In 2022. And people are like, oh, it's not racist. Still, I'm, yeah. I'm not racist. It was very much a lie. It's very, yeah. racism, it still exists. If you yeah. don't believe in racism, you are a lie. <laughs> For me too. I'm saying it because I'm black and I live in this world every single day. Racism still exists. Yes, to this day. You so. got, you got, like I said, poverty, the imprisonment of, of, of different counterparts. You know, look up those facts. Our education, education, even buying a home, you know, uh, redlining, yeah. that still goes on. There's look so many different room. things that we don't have an even playing field mm-hmm. with, with some of our counterparts. You know, we've been held back for years, obviously, and now we just getting our foot in it. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, racism doesn't exist. Well, okay, if racism doesn't exist, then why are you allowed to do this, but I can't do the same I thing? Can't do the exact same. <laughs> no equal opportunity. I can't go to the stores that you go to, or I can't drive in a certain town that you can drive into. At a certain time. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it still exists, you know, and we have to be mindful of that. I mean, I'm mindful every day. You know, I remind myself, okay, I got to come home. I got to come home alive for my for my son. And I have to remind, did I teach my son enough so he can come home? And as crazy as that is, that's something that we as Black people live every single day, coming home alive mm -hmm. in the hands of other people that can kill us. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So, I mean, that's the biggest struggle, right? I mean, I, I can't say for everybody. But that's one of the big struggles that we face. Mm -hmm. Coming home, coming back home. You know, you, it's stressful to think about that when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Every day, you got to think about it. Every day. Driving. Walking in That's the, the biggest blessing, making it home safe and alive. Yeah. It just, you know, so you never know. Even yeah. school right now. Yeah. That's why education. I mean, you gotta, you know, some people go to school. Oh man, I gotta get these little two or three hours because mm -hmm. you don't know who's gonna come out of that building. Yeah, you, know? you don't know who's racist. Oh, oh yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and just do this. I'm gonna do it today. So, and they going in the grocery store now. Yeah, they You, you could just shop. <laughs> And be, gone. Yeah, and be gone. It's crazy. It's it's crazy that we we live in a different world. We live in the same world, but we live in a True. different world. A different world. It's crazy that we, you know, and that's why knowing your history and educating yourself is important, especially being a person of color. You know, it's important. Know you got to know where you're going, only where you came from. So know your education, know where you came from, so you know where you're going and your future. I'm telling you. Uh, so this is a good episode. I like this one. You know, there's a lot more to say, but we ain't got so much time. <laughs> yeah, we can go on and on baby. and on. <laughs> We've all had our share, fair share of racist acts against us. Still to this day, we deal with it. So, you know. But hey, thanks for listening. It's your girl, Reese Reese. This is Big Mo. And it's Sleevy. And remember, being a black is a luxury. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Gang, gang.